Hey, folks, I know there are lots of business owners who listen to this show. Maybe some of you never planned on running a business, but now here you are. One thing you've always got to keep in mind is how much you're spending on your operating costs. That's one of the first things we had to keep in mind with WTF. And with things costing more today than they did when we started, you want to keep your expenses down. To reduce costs and headaches, be smart and use NetSuite by Oracle, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. Reduce IT costs, cut the costs of maintaining multiple systems, improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash WTF for more. That's netsuite, N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash WTF. All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fuck, Nicks? What's happening? I'm Mark Marin. This is my podcast. Welcome to it. A little bouncy. I'm in a kind of a bouncy room. I just got to Oklahoma City. Don't know what to make of it yet. I don't know. I still. I just have no sense of Oklahoma City. I can't say that driving in uh, made me go like, wow, I got to live here. That hasn't happened yet. But that generally does happen these days when I travel. I get to a small city and I think like, I, I got to live here. I did have a little of that in Tulsa. Have not had it here yet. You're going to be listening to this the day after the show. We'll assume it went well. Tonight I'll be in Dallas, Texas at the Majestic Theater. Tomorrow I'll be in San Antonio at the Tobin Center. And on Saturday I'll be in Houston at the Cullen Theater. I just want to get that out of the way. There's a little run we're doing. Me and Bites are knocking out Texas and Oklahoma City. That's what's happening. That's where we're at. Today on the show, uh, I talked to Chris Red. Now, this is before we, we talked before he got punched in the face with the brass knuckles in front of the comedy cellar. He's, he's recovering from that, it seems. Um, and, and, that, and this is a, an interview before that. So there'll be no talk of that. And I did ask him why. Uh, he left SNL, which was he was a cast member for many years. And he's got an HBO special called uh, Why Am I Like This? And that's out now. So that's why I talked to him. And I've known him you know, for a few years, seen him around, just never happened. Today is the day. So look, I've gotten into a situation. It's not, a, it's not a, look, it's not important. I'll, I'll walk you through it. So the other night, uh, I had a spot at Largo. I was doing Judd Apatow's show. It's a benefit for charity. It was me and uh, uh, Melissa Villasenor and Dana Carvey. I also had to do the Comedy Store at 830. And these are spots that I uh, accepted, you know, that I wanted to do, not really thinking ahead because I don't know how to do that, it seems, that uh, I had to get a uh, uh, like a 5 a.m. car in the morning to go to the airport to fly to Oklahoma City. But that's not really the problem. The issue was, there's a place, it's called Craig's Restaurant. You know, I know the guy, Craig. I've met him before. I don't eat there a lot. But it's kind of like, it's it's kind of like the neighborhood restaurant for the, the neighborhood of Hollywood in, in the celebrity sense, in a way. It's just, it's kind of a watering hole. It's like the old Dantana's. It's like, it's, it's just the kind of go-to restaurant 
over there in near Beverly Hills. Now, I've been there a couple times. I've been there uh, to eat with Jeff Ross a couple times. I've been there to eat with Judd uh, a couple of times. Like I said, I've met uh, uh, the Maitre D over there, and I've met uh, you know Craig himself. Had many conversations with him. I went to Mike Binder's uh, birthday party at Craig's, but I still don't know whether or not I can get a table at Craig's. Now the 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 thing is is like look, this is not it's not a real problem, but it just was. I wanted to eat there. I wanted to take Kit to Craig's. She had never been there. She had heard about it. She's doing a job now where it's good for her to know about new restaurants. So I wanted to eat at Craig's, but I decided to do that at like 4.30 uh, on the night that I wanted to eat there. It was, and it was also the night that I had to do the two spots and I had to go do judge shows. So I wanted to eat at Craig's, but here's what usually happens when I want to eat at Craig's. Because I don't make a reservation, I generally will text Jeff Ross. So I'll text Jeff Ross and I'll say, here, I've got the text chains on this. All right. I said... <laughs> How's it going, man? I want to go to Craig's at seven. Who should I call? Just me and the chick. I, p- I put my name in. So so what happens is I say, how's it going, man? I-, I want to go to Craig's at seven. Who should I call? Just me and the chick. Now, I don't hear back from him, right? So I'm starting to squirm. And I'm like, well, fuck. I guess I'm just going to have to go the regular way, right? I'm just going to have to call and, and see if if my name lands at all. This is a, See, I'm really not a, a celebrity. I, I don't have a big name. And I don't go out to eat much. See, uh, most of it, I think, is really just about being a regular place. But I cook my own food all the time. So I don't go out to eat much. But I wanted to go. And it was my assumption that these people, the couple of people that I know, uh, you know, have pull, have sway, have juice. So what I do is I basically make Jeff Ross my assistant in this situation, and he he doesn't get back to me. So I call Craig's and I put my name in. All right, it, but that here's how that goes. So I call and uh, a woman answers, and I go, "Do you have any tables?" I hear, "Oh no, it didn't go like that." I said, "Hi, it's Mark Marin calling. Uh, do you have any tables at seven o'clock tonight for two, Mark Marin?" So I drop the Mark Marin and uh, nothing. I get zero, nothing. Now, look, this isn't even, it's not necessarily even a high-end restaurant. It's just a place to eat. But it's the place to eat for certain people. And I, I don't, I'm, I guess I'm not one of those people. That's what I'm assuming. So she goes, well, I can put you on a waiting list. And uh, I'm like, okay, how do you spell the last name? And it's just sort of like, all right, why don't you just say that you, it, I don't matter? Right. Again, this is a luxury problem. But now, like, you know, because Jeff's not really getting back to me, I, I got to pull Apatow into this. So, so I go, hey, man, can you help me get into Craig's at seven? I wanted to go there before the show with the girl. I just don't have a contact. The guy knows me. I, I gave them my name. Fuck it. We'll see. So that happened. Like, neither Jeff nor him get back to me. So I tell him that I gave them my name. Fuck it. We'll see. So now, uh, on the other front, Jeff Ross sends me a phone number. He sends me a guy named Nick, who's the maitre d'. So now I, I'm going to text Nick. This is how this is going. So I've got Apatow engaged. I've got Jeff Ross engaged. I've called Craig's, and now I'm gonna I'm gonna text Nick, who I I've, I'm pretty sure I've met a couple of times, right? So I said, Hey Nick, it's Mark Marin. I've met you before with Jeff Ross and Judd. Jeff gave me your number, was trying to get in to eat at seven before I do Judd's show at Largo. Is that possible? Just me and my girl. Thanks. Sorry to bother. I go back to Judd because Judd hasn't gotten back to me at all. So I said, Ross gave me Nick's number. I'm good. We'll see. And then I wrote, good talk. 
and he hadn't talked to me at all. And then like a little while later, he texts me, sorry, I missed your request. I'm sure I would have gotten you a better seat than Ross. And I said, no one has gotten me anything. Just texted Nick. But yeah, probably. I'm not cool enough to get into that place. And I said, have to do the store at 830. Then I'll come to Largo. And then he says, sounds good. Do you want me to contact Craig's? And I said, I just texted Nick, dropped your name and Ross. I don't know what else I can do. I just want a table for two at seven. And I assume they are hiding one that only special people can have. They are, right? I mean, Craig knows me. I just don't go there much. And then Judd texts back, I assume they will come through, but maybe you should call the restaurant and let them know you are texting with Nick. And I said, I already put my name on a waiting list. I should call back and tell them. And then like that Judd just, he, he, he bails. He says, my assistant is calling you to help. And I said, I feel like a real jamoke calling me. Oh boy. Okay. Thanks. I, I can just wait to see if Nick gets back too. So ridiculous. Thanks. And then I said, I have a lot of good people working on this now. And he said, it takes a village. So now Judd's assistant's involved. Hi, Mark. This is Cassidy, Judd's assistant. Let me know if you need any help getting Craig's reservation tonight. The assistant network is strong at getting reservations. And I said, cool, thanks. Sure, I put my name on some kind of waiting list there. I also texted Nick because Jeff Ross gave me his number. I think he's the maitre d'. I'm just trying to get a table for two at seven. Feels like if you call two, I will have put all the power of the comedy industry in Hollywood behind this request. I imagine I can just wait to hear back from Nick, or maybe you can just seal the deal with your magic. And she said, just called. You're allegedly now at the top of the waiting list. I'll keep working on it if you don't get a call soon. And I said, haha, sweet, thanks. So Nick gets back to me at some point. He said, I'll see what I can do, sir. I said, thanks, pal. I have a lot of great people working on this. Hope we can make it happen. Sorry to be a nuisance. And he said, come on in at 6.45 to 7. We got you, sir. I'm in. I'm in. That's what it takes. Like, I I just, uh, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed by the whole situation. But, you know, now now I have Nick's number. And, you know, and again, I get there. And, like, I've I've met Craig many times. And he sat at the table. We talked a bit. It was so interesting because I'm sitting there. We're eating at Chipino. She had some pasta. I had some meatballs. It was beautiful. The meal was beautiful. Uh, you know, I saw, you know, there were some people there uh, of celebrity status. That, that's not why I wanted to go. I wanted to go because I wanted to feel part of my community. So I guess it is why I wanted to go. I guess it is. But it was here because every time I go there, for some reason, I think of Saget. Because I eat there with, you know, Judd and I eat there with Jeff Ross. And I eat there with Saget once. And uh, I was like, I miss Bob Saget out of nowhere. And then, like, after uh, we ate, Craig said that uh, Kelly, uh, Kelly Saget was there, his wife. And I was like, oh, and we walked out back and I said hi to her. And it was, you know, kind of sweet. It just, look, it's a neighborhood place and, and the neighborhood is show business. And it was nice to go out to eat, but it it did, it took me uh, a lot of support and a lot of help to feel like I was able to just go eat there. And But I feel like maybe I can eat there uh, a little easier this time. I might not have to drag Judd Apatow or Jeff Ross into the situation and ask them to do my bidding to give me a table at a restaurant. Fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous. But that's uh, that all happened. So I did that. I had, I had a great show at Largo. It was, a, it was just a, a complete riff fest. Kind of weird, kind of dark, impulsive. 
car came at 5.30, which I was pushing it, 7.10 flight. And for some reason, I, I missed, you know, like I got someone watching the house, but you know, I missed the cats. It's weird, but I do, you know, because, you know, Charlie's only going to be young once, right? He's so fucking crazy, that cat. Charlie Beans Roscoe, the new kitten, it's fucking nuts, like a real monster. It's weird about kittens. Like that's, that's prime time cat experience. That's what you want, man. You want a kitten. It's fun. It's insane. But, you know, it's double-edged, double-edged. Because when you got a kitten, no matter how cute, you know, you're going to be saying this a lot. Ow, fuck. God damn it. And then like two minutes later, you'd be like, God damn it. Ow, fuck, Charlie. But that's fun. That's the fun part. That's the fun part about kittening. You never know how they're going to turn out. Enjoy that kitten. I guess it's the same with humans, but you know, yeah, it's just uh, yeah. Charlie's good, Sammy's good, they're all good, but Charlie, this is a crazy kitten, and the other two don't even know what the fuck to do with them. Ow, anyway, it's ending, folks. It's all fucking over, it's coming down hard. You know what I'm talking about. Get ready for it. Get ready for all of it. None of it good. Did I do all the ads? Is it time to talk to Chris Red? Is it time? So again, uh, his special, HBO, Chris Red, Why Am I Like This? Now streaming on HBO Max. And again, this was recorded prior to the incident last week where he got assaulted outside the Comedy Cellar in New York. So there will be no chatting about datting. Dig it? All right, this is me and Chris Red. Sometimes I wish I paid more attention in school, or in some cases, any attention at all. There are probably a lot of things I could have gotten more out of, like literature, and now it's probably not in the cards to go back to school and study the classics. But luckily for us, there's a new podcast called The Foxed Page that dives deep into the best books of all time. This is basically like the best possible college English class, but more relaxed and fun. No pressure of grades or needing to prepare something to say in class. It's only the books you want to read and know about presented by best-selling author Kimberly Ford. Everything from Cormac McCarthy to Madame Bovary, from classics like Frankenstein to modern hits like Lessons in Chemistry. I love Ireland, but I missed the boat on James Joyce. The Fox Page has a three-part series on Dubliners, and that's a pretty great starting point. Want to get the most out of what you read? The Fox Page is for you. Get it now wherever you get your podcast. Well, I got a guy over there. That's that's how I'm hooked up, man. I got a guy. My boy, my boy got a meat guy. I got a meat guy. <laughs> I do have a meat guy. You got to have a guy for things. Yeah. You, you got to have I mean? a guy for a little bit of everything, man. Yeah. You know, and as you get older, you got to collect those guys. I tend to do a lot of things myself, but but it, it, you get a little money, and then you mm-hmm. start like, why are you doing that? Yeah, bro, it, that transition <laughs> from making enough money to to delegate to having a guy, yeah, to two? having a guy, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, ah, when do you get? When do you start having a guy clean your house? Like right. when you start having cleaners, it's weird, right? Yeah, and it was just like I was on the road so much, yeah, and working so much, that yeah. I was just never home. I was only home in filth, and I'm like, yo. Yeah. I think now's the time I get the guy. Now, <laughs> you're like, hey, this place looks the same as I left it, and that food's still out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bought all tough. these groceries, and they're all terrible. Now. Yeah. 
No, I, I don't. I, it's a weird adjustment to make when you go through a life where you manage your own shit, mm-hmm. and then, uh, and then one day you realize, like, well, what do other people do? Yeah, and, and also, what am I saving my money for? Because I don't spend money. Do you? Oh, I spend money, man. <laughs> I spend money, man. Uh, I'm, I'm now in the place of my life where I'm starting to be responsible. Yeah. Uh, but I was just broke for so long. Uh, that when I started making money, I had to like relive all the young money dreams I had. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I was standing on couches yeah. and clubs, yeah, yeah. all the shit. Yeah, but yeah. like, I was too. I was older though, so yeah. I was like thirty three. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it was cool, but it doesn't feel the same. I'm not in my twenties, and I don't right. know half these people, and I and I got too many bottles. Right. I can't drink all this damn liquor. The fuck am I doing? <laughs> it's kind of a sad moment. Isn't it, it? Yeah. <laughs> a very sad realization i'm sitting on the couch like yeah and i'm like oh man whose couch is this you see you know, i'm an adult i'm thinking about adult shit this yeah. couch costs money <laughs> yeah. i just took dog shit before i came in here <laughs> i know i've had those moments where it's sort of like i'm gonna go do it i'm gonna spend the big money and it's and you're just sitting there disappointed yeah you're just disappointed yeah, yeah, as hell yeah. like, like hey how, man how come this doesn't feel better my homie said my homie uh sam J. she yeah. said she said you know what it got to a point where you just have to come to terms with some dreams. You just missed out on my nigga. Like, right. <laughs> you or, just missed it. Or maybe maybe they're just not like, you know, they, they don't feel as good as you think they are. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like you think that's the answer. You think that's the way to live. And then you get there and you're like, nah, it's just not, it's not me. Bro, nothing taught me how superficial I was as a kid as trying to do those things as an adult and yeah. being like, what the fuck were you fighting for? I know. Well, you talk about that in your special. It's kind of interesting. That Like there's a couple of interesting sort of, the idea of, of dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. having dreams and, you know, having kid dreams is one thing. You know what I mean? But, like, yeah. it, you know, in the, in the special, you talk about basketball. But then as you get older, your dreams shift. But, but neither one of them are that practical or that. <laughs> They're all, like, hard to reach. Where'd you grow up? I was I I was born in St. Louis and uh and we kind of spent like our half our time in St. Louis half our time in Mississippi and yeah. then I moved to Chicago when I was 7 and then we moved to the suburbs of Chicago uh Naperville and Aurora. So you have family in St. Louis and Mississippi? St. Louis uh chicago mississippi la we have over like 300 people in my family really yeah yeah, yeah. so because uh, we'd like to fuck uh, <laughs> so. a lot of people there's like who's got all the brothers and sisters in your family uh, uh, my parents my brother and my oh, your parents my, oh my my uh my mom has yeah. uh, has uh 14 siblings what yeah 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 my my, my grandma had 15 kids bro and and her she was having one more kid and, yeah. and she had my aunties the yeah. triplets oh my god yeah crazy could you yeah. imagine going in the st- <laughs> going in the wow. store for one thing and getting three of the motherfuckers oh my you know? god so that's a lot of cousins yeah yeah a lot of cousins a lot of lot of people just around um and I I love it so I'm I'm used to growing up with chaos yeah and yeah. Uh, you but know most of the childhood was in Chicago yeah most of childhood was in Chicago and we would and we we kept our roots in Mississippi so we would go there all of the time like, but like i'm trying to figure out when i first started seeing you around like it, because it wasn't stand-up was it initially yeah yeah, yeah. Was, I, I started i remember you were stand-up but did you start in stand-up yeah i started stand-up and improv oh. and in chicago around the time where where that was a sin to do both <laughs> <laughs> yeah so my attitude is, I, 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 saw, I saw the face i saw <laughs> the face <laughs> are you a real stand-up comedian? yeah because yeah, yeah. <laughs> i heard you like to do organic openings with your yeah. ass. <laughs> Like I didn't really see you around the stand-up clubs. <laughs> I remember seeing you whoosh as a yeah. tree. 
Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think I first oh we first saw each other um Laugh Factory. Yeah. When when Kevin Nealon used to do that show where he yeah. would like have people come up Oh yeah, and talk shit. Yeah, or, or do a set and then like sit there and talk shit for a little while. Right, I kind of remember, remember that? that. Yeah, everybody had these big ideas <laughs> about show, and we were yeah. both on it. Yeah, I think I did one show with you. I mean, I did a couple shows with you, at, like, but I think we really like crossed paths. It, it was it was either at that show or it was at comedy store. Like, I had right. to at the comedy store. Well, yeah, it was one of those things where it's like you know, Chris. All of a sudden, Chris Red's everywhere. The talk, the talk about Chris Red. That's what I like to do. Not that I have it. <laughs> But, but I like they, I like to look at my hustle like herpes. Uh, yeah, I like to go to a city and yeah. spread facts. Was there another guy that had red in his name? Uh, nah, nigga, <laughs> <laughs> he gone, Mark. Not, not anymore. <laughs> not yeah. anymore, man. Took care of that guy. <laughs> I thought there was another red, something, uh, something uh, red. Oh, Jasper Red. Jasper, yeah, red. Jasper red. What happened to that guy? Uh, Jasper's funny. Oh, he is funny. He's, he's a funny dude. I haven't seen him in a while. I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. Sorry, Jasper. No. <laughs> I've been waiting. To, I've been waiting to run into Jasper, though, man. I, I, all I know is uh, Jasper Red and Michael Red. Who yeah, used to play for the Bucks. Oh no, he's not. I don't know that guy. <laughs> so, so how many siblings do you have? I have my younger brother and my older sister. Three of you. But then I, I, I was kicked out when I was younger, so I used to live with my friends, and so I just kind of considered them brothers too. So you're in the suburbs of Chicago. I, you know, the, in the special you talk about that world, the, the hood and the suburbs. Yeah. And, uh, that's funny. But I, I mean, because I watched the whole thing. I'm only bringing it up because I watched it. Man, if I, I love you, man. If I, didn't, if I didn't watch it, I wouldn't bring it up. <laughs> right, right, right. I would just be like, so tell me about this special. Right, yeah. So what's the special yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what is, is it that like? Come, what's that coming out? <laughs> uh, I hear it's good. I hear, yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> But but what? Uh, why'd you get kicked kicked out of your house? Uh, well, because I was, I, I went to a re- really racist uh, school. It was a race kind of was a racist called area. Uh, yeah, it's called racist school. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they were very upfront, yeah, so yeah. it was really my fault. I was yeah. there. You know, it was, it was it was like a what you wearing situation. But <laughs> this is in the suburbs of yeah. Chicago. Yeah, and like at the time, um, I wasn't we I wasn't communicating that well with my parents because they were very much like uh, we not friends. I'm your parent. We don't talk and then how old are you at this time i'm like uh i mean it's like 13 yeah 13 13 on and so i, I was kind of like a quiet kid until i got to middle school and high school and, yeah and then it and then it like i started to just kind of have beef with kids and, and like they would be calling me out my name and i had like white kids yeah yeah, yeah. Uh. and and i had like um I had ADHD and my anxiety. I had a lot of anger issues. I didn't understand any of that stuff. So I'm right. just, I was just a very hyperactive, hyperreactive kid. So yeah. instead, so I went to my parents like, yo, I'm, ha- I'm having trouble with this racist, racist shit at school. And I thought they would feel me because yeah. they were, you know, from Mississippi. They're your parents. Yeah. And yeah. my parents. And they, but, but they knew the history of your people. Yeah. <laughs> they were there. Yeah. But like, it, it to my parents. Like they were like, yo, we've been through so much shit in Mississippi. Your racism doesn't even sound like a, a real issue. Didn't yeah, and right. They, they didn't mean it that right, way. Right, but right. That's yeah. definitely how how it came off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was so I was so hurt by that that I just kind of closed off. Said, well, fuck it. If y'all gonna treat me like I'm a bad kid, I'm gonna just be a bad kid then. And yeah. so I, then I started you like made a decision. fighting back. Yeah, I made a decision like fighting back. I was like, I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna skip school. Go hang out in the hood with with, with kids I really want to be around. Kids that look like me. Yeah. So that began my career of trying to just like living these dual lives of just being in, being in the burbs and then going out trying to be in the hood at the same time. But do you remember like before before you turned like were you like uh, like a, just a good kid or like you just didn't say much or what? what yeah. Was it like a dramatic <laughs> sort of change? It, I really had to force myself out of kick. Like I was uh, extremely introverted. I had yeah. a stutter. You had a stutter? Yeah, man. So I had to like like when I was like, like a bad when, one. 
oh man, it was bad. And how I got over it was uh, rapping in, in front of people, like. And it was. Do you think the stutter was was uh, like a psychological thing or yeah. it, like a fear thing or what? Yeah, you... it was. It was. A, it was a fear because I had really? fear of speaking in in uh, in front of people. Um, and because I took, I took like how I was raised, like you don't speak out of turn. We, yeah, you know, yeah, I, was, yeah. I took that so literally <laughs> that like oh, so you're... I would just be a, I was just a super quiet kid for a while. And then it got to the point where it was like, man, if I keep doing this, I'm gonna get my ass whooped every day. And, you know, so with I gotta, the stuttering. Yeah, yeah. So I, so I, so I fixed that. You know what I mean? As much as I could. And so how, how was the plan? Was it your idea to just start rapping over the stutter? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm gonna rap. Rapping is what I wanted to do. How old are you then? Like twelve? Ten was when 10. I started. Like I, got, I was like, I bought my first rock. Rakim CD, yeah, and because I heard, I didn't know anything about Rakim at yeah. the time. I just, uh, my big cousin was like, Rakim's the best rapper alive. I'm like, right. well, that's what I want to be. Sure. And so that's when I bought my first uh, uh, rap record, listened yeah. to it, and I was writing my own little raps. And we yeah, would yeah. go to school and battle, but like I had a stutter, so I had to read. I had to read the raps. Yeah. <laughs> wow, they were the worst battles of all fucking time. Like, your nose looks like a. It was that bad? Ever, bro. Oh, it took so long. Were the other kids like laughing at you? Yeah, kind of. I think then I thought so because I was definitely doing it every day. So I was getting validation from it. Yeah, it's weird when you're around somebody with a stutter because like, I mean, we're all, you know, relatively aware of people's, you know, when they have a problem. You right. know, like you yeah, got to yeah. be a pretty young kid to bust on a guy with a stutter. By 10 or 11, you would think they'd be a little nicer. But like even just the other day, I was in a studio with a guy. I can't. What what context was that? Where I was, you know, I was asking what I should do. And then he, he started and he had that that stutter where it was stopping. And there's just a moment where the entire time zone changes. Right. And you're like, OK, we'll just wait it out. We're just <laughs> Like, don't be rude. Don't, that's, and yeah. that's what it was. And, and it was such a, looking back, it was such a rude thing to make people watch that battle because <laughs> it took all lunch period. And then on top of that, like sometimes it didn't end. We would just be yeah. like try, trying to read a line and you yeah. hear the bell and all the kids like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it took too long. Yeah. One of my, my cousins started going to school with me and he got mad one day because he's like, I ain't even eat my pizza. Like, <laughs> why you ain't go get the pizza and come back? Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but like once it, but it, 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 I gained a lot of confidence though, because like, because I started like reading up more about just stuttering in general. It's like it's about slowing your mind down, letting your thoughts catch up. So I was like, well, if I talk faster and I rap faster, maybe I can catch up with, with how fast really? my thoughts are going. And so I, that's how I really learned to freestyle. I just started like relaxing and trust myself so you the more read that I did when it. you were a kid and you, because you were curious researching is i've been doing that forever dude I w- i've been like i used to be online and i've been an insomniac since uh, forever so really yeah man oh so all through high strung kid what you, i was i was <laughs> you, were, you, you were, thought i had a mortgage you, know? <laughs> you were the uh, middle kid uh yeah yeah but my sister is like uh 13 years older so oh, wow. I, I have like Middle kid syndrome and oh, and oldest. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, so because like, I was my mom's first, but yeah. I wasn't my dad's first. I was my dad's second. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that's so so you applied this idea. You came up with this concept around curing your stuttering. Like if you rap well, faster, <laughs> then it would keep up with your mind. Yeah, like well, we were in science class, and I was, and I asked my teacher like. Yeah how do I work on my stutter? Yeah. And she's like, well, the basis of your stutter is because your your thoughts, your uh, mouth is not moving as fast as your thoughts are. Huh. Like or one of those two. Like, yeah. And so I was like, oh, 
And so that's what I just assumed. Hey, if I, if if I go faster, if I go faster, I think I'll be all right. And your parents weren't helping? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't send you a doctor? Nothing? No, no, we didn't have like full conversations then. So, and also I was really, people I'm comfortable with, it, yeah. didn't, it didn't like come out like that. Oh, really? No, not, not, like, well, it did, but it's like, wasn't as drastic. It was, yeah. it was very much. It was very much like um, nerves and like anxiety. It was like if I was nervous, and any which was like anywhere that I wasn't comfortable, which was a lot of <laughs> Most places, places. Yeah. <laughs> for for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was yeah. The stutter hit me, bro. Like speaking in front of people was the worst fear. But I was also like cracking jokes on the low. So so it, there was like I've always been there's been like a little competing like yeah yeah. Well, that's a, it's him. a weird thing about being like a, a funny person is it, it all comes out of discomfort. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so eventually, you got to make fun of yourself or make fun of somebody else. Yeah, <laughs> there's that fine line between uh, you know self-deprecation and fuck that guy. Right. Yeah, yeah the, the line of bullying is always right there. Yeah, you, you, so, right, right there, right there. It's like I'm not gonna take the hit. You're gonna take the hit. Yeah, I mean, I got so good at like roasting, yeah. r- roasting kids in school. Well, that's good when you have that, like when like dozens of rap battles or whatever. Yeah. When you know it, there's a context that's okay to do it. Hundred percent, yeah. Because then, because then it's like, oh, now it's like being a basketball player, right, right, right. Now I'm yeah, just yeah. showing my skill set, yeah, right. But I, I, but I remember running into a kid like uh, later on, like years later after we got out of high school, and found out I was his bully, and we hung out a lot, and, yeah. And, and I would just make fun it? of him all the time, but like we were all making fun of each other, right? I thought we were all doing oh, it. Oh, and you fucked him up, yeah. So he had this, <laughs> bro. He had this whole like rom com get back at the bully moment, like. We were. I was. I was high as hell. When was this? How many years? Oh later? man, this was at least. This was um, at least ten. At least eight years from high school. Oh, wow. So the kid's doing well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm. I'm like. In, I'm like. Haven't. I haven't gotten any big gig yet. I'm. Right. In, I'm doing well in the yeah, comedy yeah, community, yeah. but no one. No one in the real life knows right. anything about that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So to him, I look like a bum. I'm walking in here with my friends, just ha- trying to have a night. I'm high. Yeah, yeah. I see him. I'm like, oh, what's good, man? He's like, yeah, man. Chris Red, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. bitch, watch this shit. Bitch, you can't do this. And then he just kisses, he mouth kisses like three chicks just randomly. And I'm like, <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. And I, I, I can't think of one roast. I can't think of one comeback. Yeah. He's just like, it's like somebody, somebody in the universe is just like, this is his yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah. You just got. You're gonna sit. pay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. he's like, what's what now? You, I bet you broke. I make. He said, I make a a hundred thousand dollars every four months what do you do I bet you don't have any money in your pocket and he just mouth kiss another chick I'm like does he know these women <laughs> right, 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 right they don't seem to be resisting no yeah. oh, it seems choreographed yeah. it, 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 oh, they, you know, they, it was all planned yeah, they, here he comes yeah I just yeah. saw I saw one girl by the, by the bar just waiting to walk and get mouth kissed <laughs> no, but it was like the coldest like uh, redemption moment for him that I didn't even know he, he needed and I was like man I guess I'm just that was my karma bro yeah, I yeah. just had to eat that yeah yeah it's like it's, you had it coming. I had it coming, man. I was like, nah, I guess I. I was like, what did I do to this kid to make him do this? Isn't that weird? Because like, I mean, that's an interesting point. Is that you think everyone's you know on the same page? Yeah. And then you you and then, then if you really think about it, you're like, nah, that guy never said anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what it was. It right, ended up being yeah, like, yeah. oh, everybody was talking shit except him. Yeah, he was. So he just felt like yeah, the yeah. punching bag. Uh, now you get you friends with that guy still? We we haven't talked yeah, yeah. since then. But Mike, I hope you're doing well. Yeah, but you got closure. He got closure. He got, you got closure. You're doing well. Yeah, hope, yeah. hope you didn't get nothing from all them random mouths yeah, kissed that yeah. night. So 
once you start the rapping thing and you get confidence now is that was that the thing you wanted to do? Yeah, yeah, that was the thing I wanted to do the most. Were you making uh, CDs and shit? I was, I was making, I was, man, I was using every name? extra dollar. Name? I had so many fucking names, bro. <laughs> My last name was Chief. That was a good name. Chief? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. simple. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's to the point, you know, double meanings. Yeah. Great. Uh, but before that, I was like, I wanted to have a mysterious vibe. Yeah. So I went with John Doe. Uh-huh. But John Doe, like John Money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. But also John Doe, like you don't oh, know. So it had me. to have double, double meaning. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I was a real big double meaning kid. But there's a there is a John Doe rock guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a John Doe rock guy, but yeah. he was doing rock. Yeah, yeah. I was I'm and he's the, old. I'm yeah. rapping. Yeah, yeah. But no then, one knows that guy <laughs> in your world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no one knew me as John Doe, so I had to change it. <laughs> I was like, if I keep being John Doe, yeah, no one's gonna know. It's too deep for everybody. It's too they was way above their head. So I went with uh, so I changed it to Johnny Dollar, which which was not great. No, it's kind of jokey. It's very jokey. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got into Greek mythology, and oh, I was boy. Like, and I, you know, there's a lot of cool names in yeah. that. Oh yeah, sure. So I so I picked uh, <laughs> Zeus. <laughs> no, I picked Callisto, which sounded cool. Wow, but it is a goddess. Yeah. So I was like, mm, that doesn't <laughs> match up that much. <laughs> yeah. You're just hoping no one looks it up. Yeah, you're right. Like yeah. Callisto, don't look it up. And you re- you recorded under all these names. I recorded under most of them. Yeah. And what were you selling your CDs? For yeah, like, man. I was selling outside them, of clubs. No, I was selling them um, on the streets. I was selling right. them at at school. Yeah. I was. Uh, I made some decent little cash. I just. I never. I remember when I realized that that was a thing. You know, where guys would just come up to you. I got and and some of it's good. Yeah. Right. Because they're not going to get a, or they're trying to get a release, but they don't have a release. But they're still doing the work. They're I always used it. to buy those CDs. Really, man. Well, I I don't think I ever bought one on purpose because I was always well, like kind of tricked into it well, well right it was that fine line between it's sort of like you want to you know it's sort of like all right just how much right <laughs> you, you kind of hi right, man yeah whatever you need buddy i'll take it yeah. he's like hey yo yo let me sign this for you player let me sign this for you i'm like that's i don't who, own that who are you what are you? <laughs> yeah. so so you were doing that yeah swinging cds like slinging cds i yeah. didn't want to go to uh i didn't want to go to college i wanted to kind of rap and follow so this my is all dream. through high school this is all through high school the rap thing uh yeah like it's like like um half of middle school like I, I wasn't i wasn't like confident enough to do a bunch of rapping in middle school but yeah. i was like finding myself dance well i love to dance so like that was my thing i found in really middle school yeah and in, and in you're high a dancer school, I love dancing. At one point, I thought I wanted to it's be so a dancer. It's so funny you're really riding this line between like the whole sort of dichotomy of what you saw yourself as and what you wanted to be, like you know, gangster with your cousin. Yeah. You just really wanted to dance, didn't you? I just, <laughs> I just really wanted to dance. <laughs> Shout out to my dog, Duke Deuce. He's a dancing gangster rapper right now, and yeah. I love him. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's, he kills it. Yeah. Uh, he kills it. I'll send you some videos. Yeah. He kills it. Uh, but yeah, man, I definitely, I definitely wanted to dance. I thought that was, I thought it was like, I thought gangsters could do all of that. You know, I wanted to be a versatile gangster. I, I wanted well, it to depends. Dance. You know, I, I think there's a, a ceiling to the type of dance. A hundred percent. I don't know if you could be a gangster and strip. Like I don't know if that's yeah. the, or do musicals. Or do, <laughs> but maybe no. I, there's some musicals. A gangster you can do. musical. Yeah, they yeah. have them, sure. So during when during this time, like uh, you know, these two worlds, like this cousin you're talking about. Yeah, he's a real guy. Yes, he's a real guy. Uh, he's a representative of two people in my life. Okay. Um, there's a story of my. Uh, some of it is my cousin Keith. Yeah. And 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 a lot of it is my friend Jeremy that I grew up with. Okay. And and, and they're they're collectively this guy. And they're, and they're, and they're collectively the Trey. Okay. Yeah, Trey. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Trey represents like a few. Like he represents them. And there's this. Our stories are pretty much 
those two dudes more more generally yeah. than anybody. Yeah. But like, uh, because you like you're like this nice kid who like you know was nervous and, and now in looking back you you're finding that you have issues that you're dealing with. But 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 you 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 get the rap thing to to solve your 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 stuttering and awkwardness problem, yeah. and now you want to go full in, full in. To, yeah. And I cured my fear. I'm not yeah. really afraid of much else. Nah, yeah. you know what I'm yeah. it, it was like because I was, but I was terrified then trying that like I wasn't because I was just, all the characteristics about being an introvert I, weren't helping me with what I needed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So right. I was like, I gotta, I gotta be different. I gotta so, change this. I gotta figure this shit out. So what did what what re, what really happened? You know, in terms of like you going into the into the hood. Um, the first couple times I got clowned crazy. Like uh, what, what do you mean? Like I, man, so the first time I went to the <laughs> first time I went to the by myself, like with well, I was with my homie Marcus. Yeah. And uh and coming in from the suburbs. And our homegirl Ashley, yeah. yeah. We, so we all went to school in the birds and we all went to the city to What was the with, plan? With cousins. Oh, okay. And yeah, just to just to hang out hang around with the you know, with with the homies, the gangs yeah. that are around that yeah. we that we were affiliated with, whatever. Right. Yeah. And so I had acted like I had been out the West Side a bajillion times. Right. I had not. This is my first time. Yeah. So I'm How faking. old are you? I'm, oh, I'm 15. Yeah. Like 14 or 15 yeah. this time, right? 14. Yeah. And I'm so I'm acting, I'm, but I'm I got my act on, bro. Yeah. And <laughs> this is my first major role. No, not sag. Uh, <laughs> and so we all kicking it. People can see I'm nervous. I don't yeah. know. I didn't know at the time, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm just feeling like I'm natural and shit. Yeah. So then this girl Ashley, uh, she's from out there. So she's like, "Hey, um, why don't you go grab some cigarettes, Chris, from the from the gas station?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, why not?" <laughs> but it, to me, it was the biggest moment of my fucking life because I'm like, I ain't never been here before. Yeah. So I'm like trying to act natural, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't look natural, so right. I'm just like, I walk, sway, move the hands a little bit. Yeah, I too much, too much, yeah. you know, and then. And then this, and then she, uh, she, she, she said hi to her cousin, right, yeah. who's sitting in this car right by the gas station. Yeah. So before I walk in the door, dude's like, "Hey," he's like, "Hey, hey, man, come here. You want some weed?" I'm like, "Oh yeah." I my goofy ass is like, "Oh, that's her cousin. They're yeah. cool people." Yeah. He's like, "Get in." So I get in the car like a clown, and I close the door, and there's a dude in the back seat. Dude's in the front seat. He's like. He's like, uh, <laughs> he's like, hey, yeah, you want some weed, huh? And then dude came around and, and like put his arm around my neck, right? And I was yeah. like, what the fuck? I threw his arm off. I'm like, what the fuck is that shit, man? He's like, don't be getting in no car with no random motherfucker. What's wrong with you, nigga? It's the hood. And I'm like, that's your cousin. <laughs> and she's like, who gives? I know him, nigga. You don't. <laughs> yeah. And it was my first introduction to the hood for real. And they gave me shit. We went to this place, uh, spot called The Circle. Yeah. It's, it's where everybody kicked it. Yeah. And um, so we went to the circle and I just got clowned. Yeah. That whole day. But it was kind of like after that, I was, it was good. Like, yeah. Like I was, you know, I, I, mean, I had family there. Like, so it yeah, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like I was, I felt like I wasn't at home. Sure. But I, it was definitely my hazing. But, sure. but was there, was there a point where you wanted to sell drugs and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to do all of that shit. And so I was like, I was selling weed for a lot of, uh, for a lot of years. I just wasn't very good at it. Yeah. Uh, like when, uh, but in the burbs. And all over, yeah, yeah, all over. But yeah, in the burbs, in the yeah. burbs, I was doing some other, uh, some other stuff. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, my my cousins and them uh, used to like to, uh, you know, run it up and run run up in places, right? Yeah, oh yeah. And so, um, not gonna tell you. So I'm not gonna say your names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't need to get anyone in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
so um, the best places to do that were the burps. So that yeah. was my contribution to the gang. Was like, yo, I'll find spots that we can hit. You're the uh, you're the uh, location scout. It's okay. <laughs> I'm the location scout for the game, and I'm like, yo, yo, I, I got, I got houses. I set up, I set up the lick. I watch the schedule. I know when they go in and run out. And that was a set up. I was set up shit all the time. Oh wow! And so the burbs is where we would go to make money. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I used to, we used, we used to uh, before they had like, um, damn, this is aging myself. But before they had like those, those uh, alarms in stores. Sure. You could just walk out with whatever the fuck you want. Oh, all before the, time. the 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 things they click on there. Yeah, oh, yeah, the, yeah. The snap on things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would go, I would go buy liquor. I was in high school at the time. Yeah, go buy liquor and then go to the school, go to part high school parties, sell that shit for like three hundred dollars. I would sell bottles of hypnotic for three hundred dollars, like really. So that was the kind yeah. of shit we would do. Yeah, yeah. You know, because we because we knew they had money. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So we're like, hey, we're gonna take advantage. Well, was there ever a point where where uh, you know what makes you turn around at a certain point? Because I, I have to assume that you get to like anybody who survives, you know, taking chances like that. Yeah, yeah. like you get to a point where you're like, yeah, this is it. I'm done. Yeah, man. Uh, it was when my it was when my home when my homie Worm died. Um, his name was Worm. That's a good name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He that's was, his real name. No, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what he kind of he that young kind of like a worm. You know, he was a good kid, man. Yeah. What um, happened? Just like just like to smoke and, yeah, yeah. and play video games and uh, and and my my homie uh, Jeremy had robbed some guys that were on his block. He uh, didn't know that they yeah. were like gangsters from the city who just kind of moved out to the burbs because yeah. they had a little money. So they it, that next day they found out he did it and they came and shot his house up and Worm was the only one that died. Huh? And um, he had nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. And we had we you know I you know, we had been locked up a little bit here and there and stuff like that, but like nothing like nothing nothing crazy. I kind of had gotten away with it. So at this point, I, my ego was kind of there, but yeah. but I was seeing people like. Go down, and there was a there was a next level of this shit. I had I was like, if I'm gonna do this, I have to take it up a notch, and that's where all the real fucking danger right. is. I was yeah. kind of like dipping my toe in thing, and out. Right? Yeah, it's a weird thing to know that because I I knew that with drugs, you know, right. by doing drugs. Uh, yeah, really? You, you, yeah, you, you, you aware of it? Yeah, because there's there's a place where you, you you need you're gonna cross over, and you're not gonna have a conscience anymore. Right. That's 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 it. And that and that you're playing by a different set of rules, and it's a dangerous set of rules. And and it, exponentially, your the possibilities of you dying is raises increases. Right. Yeah. yeah. Truly, that, that's exactly what it is. It's, it becomes like the risk isn't isn't worth the reward of it all. And yeah. On top of that, it's like I always always had these check-ins with myself, like dog. Are you really good at this? And I've done that with not just that, but like anything I've ever. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm good. At, I'm good at rapping. Okay. What happened is I wasn't being. I didn't know who I was fully. Well, that's right. Yeah. On, on that, so I wasn't being as, as, as authentic as I could. Right. I also was trying to help so many different people that I was never focusing on finishing a thing fully. So I, I would always have like these drafts of songs that were good. Yeah. They needed to work. Right. And the technique, and yeah. I just wasn't like drilling it the way i did I, I corrected that behavior with comedy right not only i was supposed to be doing this for sure but like also that that method made me so much better and i applied it back to the music and then yeah. like comedy music yeah took off and i was like oh oh i, sh I had to work harder and but but there was that that point where like you know that next level after worm died yeah you just you you got scared well, me, yeah, me and my cousin were like, dude, do we want to end up like this? Yeah. This 
kid didn't even get to see 18. And he didn't do nothing. And he didn't do a thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It was just like me, me, and, me and my boy was like, yo, we're going to keep. You know, we kept selling weed and shit. Yeah, we were yeah. Rapping, but like, as far as all the other shit, bro, we gotta get. You know, we gotta start figuring out how to like get out of this shit. Right. Know? Was it hard? No, I mean, not. I mean, no. Well, you lived far away. I did, and then and then someone had I had did I had did something, and then somebody had snitched on me, and so I had moved I had moved away to Milwaukee to live with my sister for like a year. And really? Half. Yeah. And then by the time I came back. I was just out of sync with everybody. You know oh, what good. I'm saying? And Thank I, God. So I used that to yeah. like. What'd you do in Milwaukee? Sold some drugs off my porch. <laughs> <laughs> so weed, weed, yeah. weed, just weed. Yeah. Guys. yeah. Uh, so weed off my porch and and kicked it with my sister. Got yeah. to know her a little bit better and yeah. and just kind of lay low. Yeah. And, and like, how old were you? Figure out what I was gonna do. I I was like twenty. Oh wow. Ish. Maybe nineteen. Maybe nineteen. I was like out of high school, right out, just out of high school. So, so you're doing, uh, you know, you, you're doing time in the self-imposed protection program. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And and you're thinking about your life. I'm I'm thinking about like where am I gonna take this? Like what yeah. am I actually gonna do? And and I was still in the rap phase of my life then. Yeah. So I was like, man, we're just gonna like, man, I'm, I'm gonna rap. Maybe start a label. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and just yeah, like yeah. put everything I got into this. Yeah. And I and I was doing that already, but like without the. Without all the bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and and we, you know, we had we had some gigs at some colleges, and we and, and there were some like little things throughout. You know how you know how it is when you're like building up and sure. there's like like little piece yeah. little bit of interest. Of, yeah, yeah, a little bit of interest. Some yeah, yeah. guy comes up to you and goes, "You guys are good." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like everybody ain't going wow, but yeah. there's like four yeah, people yeah. that are like, "You're the best thing I ever heard." Exactly. And I'm like, hmm, yeah, yeah. One day, yeah, everyone yeah. will say what you said. <laughs> no, just that. No, guy. Just that guy actually. <laughs> And he'll go to every show. <laughs> oh man, he'll just be swaying <laughs> whether the beat's on or not. <laughs> yeah, that guy. That guy. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't until like it was like twenty two or twenty three where I had literally from from the point I could work. Yeah, had spent every dollar trying to make rap work, and it was it just got to the point where I'm like, man, am I gonna just keep being broke? What well, did you find? Did you have a moment with that too? Because like I don't know, man. It's it's weird when you you realize at some point you're a talented person and you know that because you're doing shit right but there there is that moment where you're like i don't, I don't think i'm good enough at this yeah it's like, well, it's like it was like i don't think the way i th i feel like i'm gonna get on or, or become who i'm supposed to be yeah yeah i don't think the vision i had here is the vision that's playing out and huh. i was like if i keep going to this studio laying these tracks doing yeah. the same thing the same way yeah. i think at 30 i'll still be here doing this in this way and i just couldn't risk that it's a weird moment where you realize like you know this could never go anywhere yeah. <laughs> and i might not know it right exactly until it's too fucking late right right and there's no there, you can't do nothing it's like it's like yeah. what more proof do you need than 22 years of it not working <laughs> like, it's like you're okay yeah. you're, you're good yeah but i mean truly i, I was like mm. I, I could wrap my ass off yeah still can't yeah. but like it just wasn't clicking. Yeah. So I was like, man, I need to, I need, I need. How's to the dancing up. going at that time? So, so when I stopped rapping, <laughs> yeah, rapping was t I was tunnel vision with rap. Yeah. These other skill sets were just I wanted to be the rapper that could do everything. Yeah, right? yeah. So after I stopped uh, rapping, yeah, I, I I looked inward. I was like, okay, what other things am I good at? Yeah. That could be my next dream I chase. Yeah. Fuck going to school. Right. I chase dreams. Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. I'm a dreamer. I'm an active dreamer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I was like, I want to dance. Yeah. So I so I went to an audition. Yeah. Uh for um 
one of R. Kelly's videos, uh-huh. and I, I, I got the audition. Yeah, did well. Yeah, got the gig. Yeah, and then I was going. Well, got the callback. Right. I was going to the callback. Yeah. Before it even started, these motherfuckers were like, they were just catty and like talking shit to each other, yeah. but in dancer. You know, what yeah. I mean? not yeah. in. I was just leaving gangsters and rappers and shit. And yeah. I'm, now I'm over here with these catty ass motherfuckers. <laughs> and they're like, bitch, you can't even Perrier. I'm like, huh. Yeah, nah, I'm good. And I didn't even do the callback. I walked dead out that yeah, place. Yeah. And I was like, I'm yeah. not. No. Yeah. I don't love it this much. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah. none of that shit would have turned me off if I really wanted to do it. Right. You know, but after I, I left the dream of my life. Yeah. And I'm like, I know this don't feel right. It's a, it's a moment. Like I had, there's a moment where, uh, so I can't remember. Someone shared it like I I went on an audition like I barely had an agent but they sent me on an audition <laughs> yeah. for like a, a Doritos commercial or so I can't yeah. remember yeah. but all I know is I, I've been told that I walk into a room and there's a bunch of comics in that room waiting to do this and I'm just like fuck this I'm not doing this <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing this fuck this not for shit. fucking potato chips you know like they, <laughs> just, you gotta know yourself man well yeah because like what are you willing to you know how you how you don't want to sell out for nothing for nothing yeah and i i was worried about the time of like beating one of these motherfuckers asses <laughs> and then getting in trouble for that shit like yeah bro, i'm yeah. like i don't want well, wanna... turns out r kelly got in trouble for yeah, everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're he, he was good lucky. with, with yeah. trouble yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i actually lucked out yeah um so but, then okay so dancing's over dancing is over okay and so before right before comedy i was completely lost spiraling how old are you then 24 i'm 20 i'm 20 i'm still 22 okay you're 22 so you're, yeah. you're on schedule so yeah. you're 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 not gonna be a criminal now, I'm you're not, not gonna be a rapper i'm not gonna be dancing's a rapper. out so and then, now you're lost this is the most random thing yeah i became a my a model manager bro uh-huh. Oh, so you just right want to? You just looking for a hustle? Hustle. Yeah. When you talk about, we talk about those people yeah. with like fifteen slashes on a business card. Yeah, that yeah. was me. Oh yeah. Do I you was, have one of those cards. Oh, uh, what? You still got oh them? man, I wish I could. You know, I'm, I'm gonna try to look for one. <laughs> I'm going back home, Mississippi. Like it to, after you after, after this. I'm gonna. Yeah. Though, I will send you some. Yeah. If I could, I hope I can find some. Uh, you just have your picture on it. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what? <laughs> With the 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 silly writing, the the, the, the cursive, yeah. Thing. With the I think the uh, the name colors. of the the name of the company, Bravira or oh, some yeah. shit. Oh, like, yeah. It was like a model manager. And, so you're scout. So you you're an on the level pimp. No, oh man, yeah, it's what it felt like. But not at first though. At first, it was just I was at the I was at this club that I had been trying to get into for yeah. a long time with a couple of friends, and they just happened to be pretty as hell. And yeah. uh, second. R. Kelly visit, uh, his people were there and yeah. they were scouting for one of his artist's videos. Yeah. And so they wanted to meet with my friend, Cap. And, uh, what's up, Cap? And Cap was like, hey, could you could you come and be and pretend you're my manager because I, I don't feel safe with these guys and, and I just want to make sure everything's on the up and up. So I was like, I don't know how to be a manager so I Googled some shit real quick. <laughs> yeah. 10%. Mm-hmm. And then I went over there and I just <laughs> played the position. Yeah. And she got the, she got the gig. I drove her to the gig. Uh, just to make sure everything's cool. Sure. We got the check. Yeah. I got my 10%. That next week, I had four more girls that were like, that I'm like submitting for shit and driving to places. And I'm now I'm just like, now I'm just managing In, these mobs. Where, where are you at? I'm, I, I had just moved, I had just moved back to, uh, to Chicago. Aurora. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Chicago. Yeah. 
into a roar because I was re- rekindling things with my parents at the right, time. Right, right. Also, I was broke as fuck. Yeah. needed help. But also, <laughs> some place to sleep. <laughs> they let you in the house. Like, hey, uh, can you remember me, son? <laughs> son, can we work son? through it. <laughs> and my mom was like, I "Guess we could work through it." She had just lost her job, so like we were both in the in in, a, in the right place for change. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it was it was cool. Like, you know, my mom's always been a good woman. This one is twenty two. Yeah. But it was something that made her a, a vulnerable in a way that yeah. I needed to see her. And then, like, I was the same way. And so we were able to really, like, get over now, our oh, shit. So that was that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so you didn't know what you were doing or who you were. And, and she had time on her hands and was yeah. a little beat up herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and so in that way, we got close. We got super close in oh, that wow. time. It took, it, took, it took some work, but, yeah. you know. And uh, I was managing these models. I was actually making some money. Yeah. Some decent money. Really? It was, it was, yeah, it was like... Decent money to me. Like, well, it, what did they it do? It was for videos or for for showing up at parties and that kind of stuff. Yeah, some some yes. Yeah, so yeah. we, we did a few of those. But yeah. it would like be videos. Yeah. Um, th- there was a thing called Remix the Runway. There were there, it was like this event, this fashion yeah. music yeah. concert event, right? And so I would book for that. Like, yeah, for, for, I booked for that for three years, and then there would just be like different, just different like events. That, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we yeah. were booking for all on the level shit. On the level, dog. And I they was, felt safe with you. That's good. Yeah, I was very, I was very like. I didn't want to be the dude that was just like being a sleazeball. Creepy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna take it serious. And all, and plus, a lot of girls were my friends. Yeah, and I had become friends. I was spending yeah. so much time with them, so yeah. you know. And so then, uh, but then it got to a point where I was like, Am I really gonna just manage motherfuckers? <laughs> because it got it got to that ceiling, like we're talking about, where I had to right, go right, to the right, next level with right, it. I'm like, right. I, Do I want to manage? Build and, out the business. Yeah, get more girls. <laughs> right. Yeah. And because they were starting to be these rumors of like pimping and all this other oh, stuff, so I was yeah. like, I have to I have to take it up a notch to either kill those rumors and just really really go hard at this, yeah. or take one more shot at my own dreams real quick. At that time, which yeah. was, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, just yeah, knew yeah. that I I just knew I should try something right. else because then because like if you stay in in those games you're just going to be the guy with different business cards every couple of years <laughs> exactly yeah. I'm selling hats one year <laughs> like I don't. <laughs> Cowboy, 59 <laughs> we got hats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's one of them things. Yeah. So like, it was really me playing video games high as hell with, with my with my homie Marcus. I was rapping with that we we were not rapping at this point. We were just playing video games, smoking weed. And then uh, I saw a commercial for Second City, and I was like, huh? Really? Maybe that could be just funny. on TV? It's on TV, which I've never seen again. Huh? Uh, but it was just dead ass, and I went. I hadn't, I hadn't really heard of Second City at all. Yeah. At, at this point, and so I went up to my pops like, "Yo, you heard of Second City?" And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, I know Second City." Yeah. And he started naming people, and I was like, "Oh shit, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm funny." Yeah. Right. Yeah. And my pops like, "I mean, oh, let me try." <laughs> What's your dad do? What does he do? Oh, uh, my dad. Uh, he did a lot of things, but he he was a loan officer for churches in the inner city. Okay. So, so he would he would help like uh, black churches get funds to uh for. for to keep their churches or to build out and expand and stuff like that. Okay, uh, but he had he had a, a, a few other jobs before that. Yeah, um, yeah. One one was a repo man in Detroit. So mm. my my boy been shot at. Yeah, times. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that was his last day of work. He said he he got shot at. He's like, shit ain't worth this. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> find an easier uh, environment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good guy though. Oh yeah, my dad's cool as shit. Cool oh, he's supportive. Fan. Yeah, he was. He was the you know why he didn't agree. All the time with yeah. things, and um, he definitely—he—he definitely like wanted to see me do well. Yeah, and he out of the 
two at uh, growing up, he was the more lenient one with dreams. Uh huh. Because he was a ba- he was a baseball player. And, yeah. And oh, he, so he had one. And, and yes. So yeah. he chased dreams. My yeah. mom's did it by the book. You know yeah. what I'm saying? She did it very very well. So yeah. She's like, don't tell me how to make it. I right. I did. Yeah. You know. And, yeah. And he hurt his knee, but. So he had a little uh, more patience with my dreams. Right. You know, even if he didn't know how to support me vocally every time. Yeah. He was still like. Yeah. He was sliding me a little 20. Because right. oh, I yeah. had no money. Like slide me a little yeah, 20. Yeah. Like, all right, man, go ahead. Hug, yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. So he, he would look out. And I remember he. Oh, he paid for my first few classes at Second City so I could just see what it was. And, w- and what was it like going over there? Oh, man. I, well, I was coming straight again, straight out of this this world of uh, just a very different world uh, to this what seemed like a corny ass world to me of just like a bunch of people, a bunch of grown people walking around a room, filling the space, and mostly was, white, right? Yeah, mostly, uh, yes, all white. Yeah, and then and, and and they were just, but it was something about it that I really loved. It was like it was just I couldn't. The class itself didn't sell me right away. Yeah, it. I went and saw an IO show, and I saw like Tim Robinson and a, and a few uh, sandwiches and a few other folks that are like fire at this. Sam shit. and Tim. Yeah, and I see them improvising. And I see Tim improvises 12 different dudes. Yeah. And I'm like angry. Like, this is not fucking off the top, bro. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. I'm he, walking oh, away. Just, he was faking it? Yeah. And, yeah. Then and then and then as I see another show, I'm like, oh, these niggas are this good. Oh, this is fire. Yeah. It's like freestyling, but funny, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so that's why I was like super in love with improv because it, it, it fed my freestyle. And those guys, rap. Tim yeah, and, and Sam, are so... They're they're out there, dude. They'll yeah, do it. This was before they were. This was before the world knew that yeah, they were that yeah, good. You yeah, know what I mean, and but they were like they were they were at the top in Chicago of yeah, improv before right. I yeah, knew yeah, yeah, how yeah. to do it. Yeah, and so but then I but then like people were saying that you know you had to pick improv or stand up. I was coming from rap. I didn't give a fuck about right. the separation. I'm yeah. doing it all. I'm yeah. doing comedy. Yeah, right. So I did all of it. I did sketch writing. I did. I so did, but you, you know, get into up. the classes and you go through how many years of that. I for the improv uh, I did I did every every class you could take I, there, I put all I put all my cash into that yeah and is there but is there a tier when they, don't you become part of the crew and then yeah, how does that work yeah so it's like it's like the introductory classes yeah. then you have the uh, uh, conservatory which yeah. is like the elevated you have to be you have to audition for right and then they have these different companies um these are the biz codes and different companies that you can like work and get a little money from and then they have the doing shows companies. yeah doing shows what, how far did you get what'd you do i did it all bro i got all, i got i did i did, toured i did um you toured with second city we were the first crew to go international so we went to oh, yeah. uh, london to perform and that, was, that had been my first time out the country yeah and and, and then i was doing i was doing stand-up on like along with it so, so you're doing both so you're doing yeah. like zanies and shit no, Chicago. Bert was an asshole, and um, I hated Bert. <laughs> so From Zanies, Zanies, yeah. yeah, downtown. So I didn't, I never did Zanies, and he never let me do Zanies. But so I did what, Laugh Factory. I did like jokes and notes. I did every, I did every. The Laugh Factory. Did you ever do it when it was the theater, like the Lakeview? Wasn't there a movie theater used to be booked? That guy yeah. Ritter used to book comedy there. Yeah, I yeah, remember yeah. I did it. But so who are you coming up with then in stand up over there? What's uh, that crew of the Chicago guys? You had Drew Michael. You oh, yeah. had. Um, like rail had just rail had just kind of went to la yeah hannibal had just left the scene yeah tj had just left the scene okay yeah and, and mike holmes and mike kumail holmes. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, yeah. pete holmes mike and kumail weren't they chicago guys yeah 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 but they were they, they were a little bit before ahead. you yeah yeah uh d-ray was still kind of d-ray davis was still kind of around but he was in la doing his shows and stuff and then you had like they were all kind of ogs i'm trying to remember my 
squad like of who's I'm I'm sure there's a lot of people. Yeah, I'm so you're really doing about. both. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 in the scenes though. Yeah. Like, and I've got a lot of lot of ridicule for that shit. You know what I mean? And, and then uh, from the comics. Yeah, yeah. All the comics were shit. The, the, the talking the shit. Improv people aren't going to bust your balls for doing stand up. Well, yes, they they bust your balls passive aggressively. They're like, I know you're a stand up, but you know it's not about you just getting the joke. It's about everyone getting. Oh, the joke. oh, so you had to deal with that. Yeah, this is not like, your show. Yeah, it's yeah, our show. And I'm like, all right, man. I'm 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 but, learning. Dude. Yeah, but you learned how to like. I find that the people that did improv because I never did, and it was sort of not the thing to do. There was definitely two different worlds, right. and I, I never even thought about it. But you learn how to write. You learn how to work with other people. You 100%. know how to direct a little bit and all yeah. that shit, right? A hundred percent. You and you know how to like kind of like think on your feet, which you can get yeah. just by being on stage sure. enough. But yeah. like. There's a special kind of like I I love an elevated like improv experience with a with a with an audience member. I don't like yeah. the easy like one two yeah. punching. You know what I mean? Oh no no yeah. Or, like, if you the, really the get into it, setup, uh, like, you know, yeah. Just to set, pay off a thing, you know, it's like no no like really just yeah. Go off go off and yeah. see where this goes. Yeah yeah. Quick. Make it real. Yeah yeah. So when does uh when does it start to work out? Is your old man on board now that you're doing shows and shit? Oh man, they're. They, Both they, of them, they're my biggest fans. Oh, great! Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, but it started to uh, click. They both started to click um, right around my sixth year. Was when was when like I was starting to feel like strong. Like they were like from year one to three, I was yeah. trash. Like, yeah, I was just bad because I was, you know, I was good enough, but I was bad. I was, yeah. it wasn't. I look back and I'd be like, "That's yeah, a bad yeah, comedy. yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah." Was from promise, right? I was, just, was spread too thin, trying to learn too many things, right? But then uh, they started like after like yeah, year four it was like, "Oh, I'm starting to feel it." Although it was still like, I feel stronger in improv than I'm doing my writing. Or yeah, my writing feels yeah. stronger than my improv right now. Sure, and, but it then like around like, year five, like six, it was like, "Oh, I know how to use." My superpower a little bit you know what I'm saying? right i know how to like separate them yeah 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 and you're conscious of it yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that, a weird time when you feel that or like some of that fear goes away yeah and uh, you're not like jumping you know you're not, not on the edge like yeah, you got to get you know just sort of like oh, it just happens i miss the edge because the edge because <laughs> now i have so much fun with doing both right that, that like my shows be long as hell <laughs> and, you know, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so i'm like so so you know i don't know when to you know i don't know when to curve the improv if it's just if i'm just having it ball well sometime. i don't know like i think it, it's weird though when you go back and forth like i don't know how much you cut in the special but you know you were definitely doing some crowd work and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. and i there was one point in the special where there's a cut after you do some some pretty good crowd work and you just go back to the bit and they're sort of like they're amazed that you remembered yes yes that yeah. had that had happened on my tour for two because I, I sometimes had, you can't follow your own crowd work yeah yeah truly so that these are the two things i was worried about with the special yeah. i was like i knew i wanted to improvise in the yeah. special but i knew i wanted to have it be thematic yeah. and and tie in but i didn't want to plan it right and i was like but i i hope i'm not chasing my laugh in the middle of the show. You know what I'm saying? I'm not hoping I'm not chasing this fucking moment. Yeah. And I and I hope that like I hope that I hope that the me calling back my set, yeah. that moment yeah. happens on camera. Cause you know how you could be on the road and you're like, that was my special on the road. I know, yeah. And, and, and you never get it back. And you never get it back. You never do it again. <laughs> you know, and that you thing know. was happening so many times. But then it was like the lead up to the special, like the yeah. last five hours I practiced the the moment never came and I'm like nigga what the callback yeah, yeah yeah I'm like you can't I mean it's one of those things that you like you, it's a, it's a skill set I know I have but right. I can't force it but you you kind of can you can you can 
<laughs> yeah, I mean that night I knew I knew exactly what I was doing. Right. I was like, yeah, okay. when I do this, it's yeah. gonna fucking it's gonna fuck them up. You know, what yeah. I, mean? I was just feeling good. Yeah, and and I was like, someone pl- like I knew exactly yeah, what I was yeah. doing, and like, and it's it, okay to it know felt that. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they like good. the trick. They do. They. <laughs> <laughs> You know, love, love the technique works. Yeah, and they, and they like it. You know, yeah. it's like oh, that's what the other before. Yeah, he's right, Brad. Oh, man, they love it's it. like he knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, I will say I had I had a ball shooting that thing. Yeah. I, I feel like I, I I enjoyed myself too much. I laughed so much more than I yeah. usually do. Well, it's funny when you yeah, like when you when you watch that when you watch yourself because like when you're younger you laugh out of a sort of insecurity right but then sometimes like as you get older you laugh because you're like fuck i just did that yeah <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like yeah. damn i'm, at, I'm hey, good man, i'm, I'm good. really good at this i'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. having a fucking ball exactly you know and and so i like in, in that way i do like it because yeah. i feel like we're all my the the show really feels like we're just, it's like a kind of like a storytelling party a little bit yeah yeah it did I, and the crowd work was uh, you lucked out Man, <laughs> right? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what if it get duds? Yeah, exactly. Man, because they were like, well, I had like one of the best, like you know, the, the like the crowd seater. She's amazing. She, I mean, her name escapes me. I'm so sorry. I love you so much. Um, I'm just, I'm just really tired. But she was like asking me, like, yo, who, yeah. who do you want in the front? And it was really skewing to my like. I don't want to plan too much. Yeah. Just make sure some couples, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, right. But you didn't know anybody's varying, occupation nah, or anything. Like varying ages of couples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some single folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then whoever you want. Yeah, yeah. And it, I was, wor- oh, it worked out. So she, yeah. that was all planned? That was it. Like, I got to remember that. Because I, I don't I don't recall any of my specials having a cedar who was that. Uh, well, they knew, well, they knew I was going to improvise. Oh, so and, they wanted to make sure that you had some meat. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, it, and it really, it was just like, yo, make sure some, cu- make no family in the front. Yeah. And oh, it, never. No, I don't no want to see them. Yeah. <laughs> no family in the front. So they, they they had like a super dope section. Yeah. Way, way up, oh, good, up top good. of the yeah, yeah, yeah. It was tight. And then I, I was like, just make sure you have some couples that, yeah, that yeah. I can readily see on camera. Right. And that's really what it was for. It was, yeah. It wasn't for me planning. It was more for like, I need to make sure that you can see these people. Sure. Uh, because I have I have this like split, split screen, screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've never I, seen that before. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's all I wanted. I'm done. <laughs> that's that's all I wanted, man. Because usually they use it to uh, cut away. You know, you see the audience that do cuts. And, I I, I, and I've gotten away from that. I think everyone's sort of like, I don't want to see him at all. Bro. Right. I swear, I think I, I, I'm, shout out to my uh, the editor, Sean, because I, I feel like I was yelling notes like, I don't want to see them. Yeah. Why are we seeing them? Yeah, again? yeah, yeah. You know, but it is, it's like, it, it feels really needy. Yeah. When it's not a, like, um, I mean, there's obviously natural points where it just feels yeah, natural yeah, to sure, do it. Yeah, sure, sure. But like, those points are so much smaller than like, the specials that are out there. Yeah. You know, I don't want to pinpoint anybody's, but like. In terms of crowd work? Yeah, in terms of like, just like. Seeing the crowd, right. no, yeah, so yeah, many yeah. No, times. No, no, no. I, I think always, that's going out of favor. Yeah, it's it's like telling. Don't tell me when to laugh. Visually. Yeah, just, yeah. You know, just roll with it. Yeah, yeah. And and also, they used to use it to cut away. Like, yeah. and then like you see all those old specials where they're just cutting to people with bad haircuts from <laughs> a different era. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. For no reason. And, and yeah. then you see him twice. I'm like, how's that guy taking up any screen time? Yeah, I don't yeah. get what I don't yeah. get why we have to see this bad with this weird. They laugh just face. did it because they wanted to be able to cut. Yeah, yeah. So like they want to take a chunk out. So like show the laughing guy. And now we're back with yeah. this thing. We lost twenty minutes. Whatever. That's what, yeah, yeah. It was for cutting. So wait. So when you're, how does the SNL happen? 
SNL happens. You're uh, doing stand up. You're doing improv. Yeah, and, and you got a little name for yourself in Chicago or what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got a name for myself in Chicago. Yeah. I've, I've I've started to, I've started to be. I'm like in LA, so I'm building a name for myself in LA at this point. Oh too. yeah, yeah. I had just done the pop star. Never. Stopped. Uh, that's where I can wear around the time I met you before yeah. SNL. Yep, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um and I had just done pop star, so that that was like my first big movie. What is it? Oh, the movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Andy Samberg and and those guys. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, but I was still broke. You know, I there was, I had made some movie money, but yeah. I was you know, I, it was just enough. Yeah, people to don't get, realize that you know it's not like you know your first movie or these TV spots. You're not making. You're not making bread, and also yeah. you doing day jobs. I'm, I'm no. I was I was very much like you got you got to put all your eggs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I was doing day jobs that were all like focused. All creative focus. I was okay. teaching kids on the South Side of Chicago, uh, improv and writing. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's so, good. And I was writing, I was writing uh, commercials for this ad agency because they just had Local? heard about me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I was just like, yeah, we wrote, a, we wrote some KFC commercials and some. It's much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they hired a nigga for the kitchen, for the chicken commercial. God damn, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> no one has to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do want to know where that guy uh, love that chicken for Papa. I want to know where he's at. Yeah, because yeah. no you're, one sings about chicken like that. Well, you're gonna you're gonna run into him now. <laughs> You'll be getting a call. I'm right here, man. I'm a, I've been here the whole yeah. time, and I could use a job. <laughs> what do you love? <laughs> I'm singing for you right now. <laughs> so so what? They come out to Chicago for showcase? No, they were so they were in L.A. Oh, and uh, and and I was at that point. I was like, when I go to LA, I'm just trying to be on as many shows as possible. And uh, and I got a call, and they were like, "Yo, they want to see you at a showcase." And I'm like, "Okay." Was it Lauren or no? No, it was uh, Lynchy Shookus yeah. and in a in a, in a uh, I guess a few other whoever yeah. she was with. Yeah. And I had they come to Chicago and do those auditions all the time. Sure. I, I could never get one in Chicago. Because uh, in the improv scene, I was too much stand up, and really? I wasn't around them too much. I'm telling you, it was you a could, whole. You, you thing. didn't have any friends, huh? That would. Take I had care a lot of, of friends, and like no, <laughs> but had, no one who would put you on the showcase. No one who put, no one who put me on a showcase. Wow, it was a yeah, it was, it was threatened. You got a beef. Yeah, you yeah. got a resentment. Man, I don't know what it was. I yeah. think I was, I was, I had too many shows. I guess. But I mean, but like, do you? Are you mad at the person that held you back? Not at all. Oh, okay. Nah, nah, nah. Because I, I don't really know who. Right. I couldn't really pinpoint. Pinpoint, he said, no, Chris. <laughs> Not I, on this one. I, well, I just blamed people, the theater folks. I just blamed whoever, like, was the head of, yeah, like, yeah. you know. I was like, oh, these motherfuckers don't see me, but it's, it's all good. And then I was in, in that phase of my life, I was in a place where everybody wanted SNL so much yeah. that I was like, fuck that, I don't want that shit. Yeah. And then I got the audition, and I was like, Oh well, maybe I mean I just go see what it is. Yeah, yeah. I just go be funny. It's another show. I was right. just gonna do another show. But you just you wanted it. I mean, oh, it, you mean in terms of how you were gonna handle the audition? You didn't want to psych yourself out. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I I definitely wanted it, but yeah. I I, di I wasn't ever yeah. going to admit that even to myself at right. that time. I was just like, Keep, I'm just gonna go. I'm, right. I, I had six shows that day along with that showcase. I'm like, it's a show. Right. So I'm, dude. I'm three drinks in. I walk in there. I I fucking kill it. And I can't believe I I, I, I did because I was like didn't care. Yeah. And then they hit me and they were like, "Yo, this that was amazing. They want you to fly in." Uh, and I was like, "All right." So then I, I went in. Uh, had some strong like two drinks that, and I went in before you did the studio. Yeah, yeah. And I killed it there. So they gave me so they gave me the call back. And then you got to go meet Lauren. Yeah. So in, in between that callback, you got to meet Lauren, right? How many drinks did you have before that? 
So they hit me, and they're like, uh, "You got to uh, time your high for that one." <laughs> they're like, <laughs> "Any notes?" I was, I was like, "Any notes?" And they were like, "Yeah, just uh, tighten up." And I was like, "Oh, it's because I was tipsy as yeah. fuck." Uh, so, so I was like, "All right, no drinks this time. I yeah. have one, and I have a half of one on one, and then I'll be good." Yeah. But for I wasn't nervous to meet Lauren. I was I was like excited because there was so much. Mis- so you mystery. did two auditions, and then you had the Lauren meeting. I did the first audition. We did a callback and Lauren meeting in the same time. Oh, so you did the studio and Lauren the same time? Yeah. So how long did you wait for Lauren? A, a day and a half because he was flying from the Hamptons in his helicopter and then decided not to come. Oh, and was, wow. So that that's pretty dramatic waiting. Usually he's just in the other room and you don't understand what the fuck is going on. But you got helicopter treatment. Yo, I yeah. got helicopter. He decided to go back. He didn't <laughs> didn't want to fly down. That's what they said. You know what I mean? And I was like, man, hey, if you got... If you got turnaround helicopter money, I don't know. Oh, there's not much wait. I can say to you. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So then we, I finally, I finally met him, and it yeah. was a really good. Like we, you know, we kind of hit it off from, yeah. from, from from the start. He's oh, good, good dude, man. He's a, uh, you know, he is who he is. Yeah, that's true. Like I, you know, I that was demystified for me when I talked to him because I didn't get the show and I held it. You know, like I, I, was, I had a weird bitterness about it for decades. Really, and he agreed for an interview and he explained to me what happened. It was a good enough explanation, but you do realize that no matter how rich he is or whoever the hell you think he is or whatever he's done, he's yeah. still a guy that just goes to work at that building. Yeah, man, and runs a TV show. Yeah, dude, and he loves doing it. Yeah, and he's like. And, and yeah, and he's just like, and he's like focused on the show and making that show good. So, some but now you, that. it was funny that in the special when you talk about fans of SNL, yeah, yeah being yeah. like specifically white yeah, in yeah, a way, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, because, I never thought of that, but it's kind of true. It, it, it's, it's, um, it's just the way that we, the way that we look at. The way that most black culture looks at and living color is the way that SNL fans right. look at SNL. And, 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 and the color other, was like what two seasons? Three yeah, seasons. But there's like, but there's like, um, and and I'm not saying this to say that there's not fans of all colors sure, of SNL. Sure, sure. But if you put a pie chart together, right, they would be majority white, and that's fine. Well, yeah, because it is like it, it's it's interesting because. It's there. It is. It's a white show. Yeah. And and the thing is, is that Living Color was a specific, specific cultural event for black people. Exactly. You know, it was the weigh-ins and everybody, and and it was all black. Right. Except for Jim Carrey. Yeah. yeah. It was weird. <laughs> and then, <laughs> weird with a rubber face. Yeah. But funny as hell. And, but yeah. you know, but SNL, they've had issues around around uh, 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 diversity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, all representation. Those... I always fuck that word. I, I have to realize that the new word is representation. New word is representation. Yes. You got. Gotta get I that know, shit I know, right I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> They're pretty good now. They're representing everybody it, now. It, I will say, I was I was a part of the most diverse, um, diverse era that yeah. of, of SNL has ever been, and it's still very diverse now. And so you just you just leaving time. now? Yeah, yeah. I, I I was always debating. This is this was before I knew um, the contract, but yeah. I was always like, if I get it, four years, I'm done. Yeah. You know? And I was screaming four years forever, and then you get in there, and you know. And it's, it's the, I, I've always loved that job as much as I hated the job. And yeah. I think it's what makes it a beautiful place to work at. Right. Because it keeps you just feeling something. Yeah, yeah. And working for something. Yeah. And you're, and it's, and, you're lit up, man. It's, yeah. It's live. It's real time. And there's nothing like, there's nothing like. And the, and the competitiveness of the week. Oh, my Wait God. Wait to see what gets on, what doesn't get on, if you're going to be on, if yeah. anyone's going to do your shit. Yeah, exactly. It's it's, it's it's that whole thing, and you're and you're creating in a vacuum, too, uh, in a way, because yeah. you, you, there's so many things you can't get away with, but you're trying to get away with, right, with certain right, shit. Right, right, 
And so in that way, I was like, man, I don't want to leave until I've I've learned everything I can from this place. Sure. You know, and and then, you know, when it came down to this year, this summer, I, I mean, this year I lost my I lost one of my best friends. I'm sorry that about that, dude. It was so terrible, man. He um, I'm sorry about him. Jack. Yeah, thank man. you. Man. I miss I miss him so much. And uh, and and what we did together was so fire. And, and what was that? The, the bus show? down. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was like I man, you know, because I I used to see that guy at the comedy store, and we met him. I met him a, a few times, and yeah. he said some nice things about a very specific joke of mine, which I was very flattered by, because he just seemed like such a you know, like he was all lit up. He had that shiny kind of like charisma to him. You know? Yeah, man, he could control the room. Did you he, see that coming? Very funny. No, no, man, no. I mean, there was, you know, it was always no. Now nah, he, he was always talking shit. We would always talk shit. We were he had we, to, we, yeah, we were dark he, in that way, oh, but yeah. like it was never. It, no one ever thought he would actually do it. So, but he I, had depression. Um. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I should say. Uh, you should. We should say his name. Jack Knight. Jack yeah. Knight. Uh, on my special, I wear a JK on the back, and it's, it's, for, it's for my boy, man. Um, but Did that spark you to, to get serious with your shit? It's, oh, I've always been serious, Mark. No, I mean about the no, issues. No, no, it's, well, it was, I was already on my way. He, I used, we, used to, we used to talk all the time about, about that, like about, about just the, the, like the depression, the depression and, and like really? how I'm feeling. Yeah, we, we would talk, we would talk, um, we we had like one like three hour conversation about just kind of everything. It was a it was like a couple of days before. Oh my god! Um, so I was glad. I was like really glad. We, I was on like a plane delay randomly. Yeah, and we just called him and we just was talking shit. Huh. And I was so glad I had that convo with him. But us making our show and like me coming from SNL and then doing like a show that was all us and just like it's Sam. Yeah, yeah. It's me, Sam J, Links, and Kerman, and it was just very much us. And uh, so funny, and I was like, man, I, I don't, you know, and I lost my other homie Teddy Ray, and so it was like, bro, I gotta spend time doing what I really want to do, like, and and because we don't know when when we gonna go, you know yeah. what I'm saying? We've lost so many damn what comics. Teddy? Pa Teddy passed away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How's that? How? Uh, I think like I didn't like he, in the pool, man. Oh, yeah, man. that's was just, right. I, that wasn't that long ago either. Right? No, it wasn't, man. It was like a couple weeks after Jack. Right. Yeah, it was, it was it was a tough one, man. So I was like, bro, I wanna I wanna be able to like get out and work work with work with my friends. So that again. was one of the reasons you get out of SNL too. Yeah, and also like I just I'm just ready to kind of how many, how many years do you go put in? Five. Oh, all right. Yeah, I feel like five was five. That's right. It's not too little, not too much. Not too you know, year later than you planned. Yeah, yeah. Right? But you didn't get stuck. Yeah, I could have done one more. I could have done one more, but like I won't re I won't regret it. But were you like everyone else is leaving? <laughs> no, I wasn't that. It was, it was people like, were, were writing like that, but yeah. it's not that at all. Yeah. For me, it was like I'm gonna miss those people, but that gave us more, more to play with. Like it, it was so many people there that yeah. you're fighting for very little time, and I'm right. like, bro, I don't know how much longer I can fight for two minutes, right? Or five right. minutes. Right. Oh, so it, it's it was always week. competitive, but when there's you know 23 players bro and, right. and it's like i can go do shows yeah i can go make a sh i can go do other stuff yeah yeah and, and i don't want to leave this thing bitter as shit yeah right like, you know so it was it just it just felt like the right thing to do yeah and uh and and i'm working on some exciting sh shit and I'm yeah just, uh and i haven't focused on just kind of like stand up being the major thing like i've been juggling it and i've definitely put all my time as much time as i possibly can but it, it be, it's gonna be cool we cool did the special. You worked that out. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That took well, a little time. I didn't. I never took breaks. So on my off weeks from SNL, I was on the road, pounding away. Yeah, and, and, I, and where's the? the uh, how's the uh, the 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 um, self help business? You know, in terms of how, where you at with that? You feeling good about the therapist and stuff? Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm, I, like we're we're two years deep now. Yeah, and um, and I, I I like it a lot. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm um. My my anxiety was has been peaking. How's that manifest for you though? Like, because you're working all the time. So, what's the anxiety? What is it usually about? Because I have anxiety problems, and and I'm I'm having I've been having a little bit of a hard time with it because I've had it on and off all my life. But for some reason, like I what I do is I I, I worry about shit. Yeah, I worry and I spiral. So I so the thoughts are just like it's just like rap, rapidly. Just, but they, they're, you're just making up shit that's going to make you crazy, and yeah. you can't control it. Yeah, and I'm yeah. just I'm just thinking of the worst case right. scenarios, yeah, 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 and, and yeah. it gets to a point where it's just kind of like debilitating. Like yeah. I, I just like isolate. Because did Jack have that? Uh, I, in in his yeah in his way yeah. But, but or he was more classic depressed. Uh, I mean. Honestly, Jack was Jack was dope. Jack was just he wasn't like walking around depressed. No, he had yeah, depression, know, yeah, yeah. But but he like, because he, I find that the only reason I ask that yeah. like, we don't need to talk about we can't speak for the dead and, he, and he's right. your friend. But but like if I let my my anxiety go long enough, I get depressed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was I was I was dipping like every four or five days until oh. I started like so I got I was I'm on Wellbutrin now. And, oh yeah, and that, that really helps a lot. Yeah, like with it? the spirals. Yeah, like I never go as low as I was going. Okay, Man, I was going low for years. I just thought I would have to, like every, every like every other week. I, I'll just have a day or two where I'm just not gonna see people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just yeah, kinda, yeah. Kind of like dealt with it that way until uh, I was dating somebody, and they were like, "Hey, you know, why don't you try this?" And I was Help. always scared of it changing. Like, oh, you mean the pills? Yeah, yeah. And but then like this is like super mild, and it just yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, and and and, and I took it, and it I was like, oh my god, people feel like this. Yeah. I, you don't have to feel like that. Wow. Oh, that's, oh. You got it, the right one. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. so that that changed everything. Oh, good. Well, yeah. that's great, man. And what what do you got, what are you working on now? Movies? Yeah, TV man, I'm, I'm, so I'm, you know, we got the special, but then yeah. I, I got, um uh, I got two, a couple pro, uh, projects with Broadway Video. Oh, yeah. Oh, working on one with uh for Audible with you're Will Steven. Be, you're working with, you're going to be working with Lauren the rest of your life. Rest of my life, man. <laughs> I can't get away from the man. Yeah. No, I love the dude. Um, and we're doing um, Cyber Monday. This is going to be a movie. Uh, we're shooting at. They're doing the deals now, so yeah. I, I can't say we're right. shooting it, but we're right. shooting it soon. Good. And then, um, and I'm working with some with some folks. I'll come back to tell you who. Okay. Um, uh, but but we're working on a TV show. Oh, and, good. And 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 a movie. I kind of want to do a horror comedy. So I'm working oh, on yeah? that. And call Marlon Wayans. He loves that shit. Man, he loves that shit, don't he? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, scary movie. Yeah, I just did a. I just did a cordon with him. Yeah, and, I, and him and I, we get we have a funny relationship. I like, I just can't help but bust his balls. He laughs because we did respect together, so we became friends. Oh, that's fine. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But he's in another movie that's kind of a scary movie. Yeah, but it's a family scary movie. He didn't write it. He's just uh, in it. He's just in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. that check, man. He's funny. Family scary movies are always fun. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. like. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, boop, boop. yeah, yeah. It's, it's light, but you know, you but I'm a. I say that, Marlon. If you ever listen to this, I say that only because I'm a true horror fan. So yeah, I, yeah. I look at family movies, and I'm just like, oh, that's soft. That's, yeah, yeah, that's nice. That's yeah, horror, horror for the suburbs, right? You you like the horror? Oh, I love it, man. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think I think I love it because 
I've not been watching them forever, but yeah. also it has the same kind of like uh, rhythm as as comedy. It does actually. Yeah, it, yeah, and uh, like I I can deal with it sometimes. I get a little impatient with horror. Really? Yeah, because like let's just get on with it. Kill the guy. What are we doing? <laughs> what, are we, what are we What are we doing here? How is this gonna take? I get I get impatient if it's like no meaning to like. There's like a, a show out now called slasher which is just a guy yeah. killing people for no reason for no, and i'm just like i don't like no that. story just no killing? story just like just different scenarios where people getting slashed it's up. just like murder porn yeah i'm like well this is not fun yeah, for yeah, me yeah. bro I, I gotta i gotta get into it more I, my girlfriend likes it i i mean there's some of it i like you know but I, maybe there's some old school shit that i gotta get there, there's man there there's some really good shit out there barbarian is a great one yeah yeah barbarian is super dope uh dr sleep is, is one, is one oh, of my yeah? favorites yeah. these are shows or movies these these are, these are movies okay yeah but uh i love i like i like horror too because there's you it's easy to fall into the pitfalls of being a hack just yeah, the sure. same as comedy there's so many like things it's that, all been done yeah, yeah it's all yeah. been done so it's really challenging to make a yeah, good one yeah. so when you do it's like oh shit and that's that's the plan that's make the a good plan one. i'm gonna try all right you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna get after it good to talk to you man man it's great to talk to you bro and finally you know what I'm saying? Yeah. About goddamn time. Yeah, that's right. Do you live? Are you going to stay in New York? Or you yeah, gonna... yeah. I'm, I'm in Harlem. Okay, I'm going to stay in Harlem. You All know? right. And uh, but I, I'm going to have. I'm you know I'm going to be a, I'm going to be in LA a bunch. All right. I'll uh, see you over there. Yeah, yeah. All right, buddy. Chris Red, the show, the comedy show, the special. Why am I like this? Streaming on HBO Max. And uh, if you could, please hang out for a second. All right, folks, today's archive episode that we are highlighting is episode 642 with Michaela Watkins. Now, Michaela Watkins is a close friend of, of, of mine. She was a close friend of, of Lynn Shelton's as well. But in the episode, we talk about how she is one of the few former SNL cast members who is honest and open about how she didn't have a great time at SNL. Uh, and this is a little bit of that. I like Lauren a lot. I respect yeah. him, but I didn't want to be, uh, I, here's the thing. I didn't want to, I thought our relationship would happen organically. So yeah. I never pushed one with him. Right. I never kissed ass. I never, and every time, and I was really intimidated by him, but I felt like over time, I'm going to get to know him as a person and he'll get to know me as a person. And and, yeah. I, and I trusted that that would happen. Right. So I don't think, I never, I never kissed ass or right. anything. I never uh, seeked people out. And every once in a while, you know, one of the cast members like, you should go thank Lauren, go say hi to Lauren, you know, make sure you stop by, or maybe not the cast, but sometimes the other producers uh -huh. like, you should go say hi to Lauren. And I'd walk up to his table and be like, hi. And he's like, hello. And I'd be like, how, how are you doing? Are you having a good time? I'm like, yeah, I am. I'm really happy to be here. I like your tie. Um, okay, okay I'll, ta I'll talk to you later. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Right, and so that so the real reason why you didn't necessarily kiss ass is that you know you didn't. I wasn't good at it, <laughs> and also uh, like Bill Hader said, you know the fact that you're going to go do this movie and he's letting you off to go do this movie or whatever. Which movie? Uh, it was Backup Plan, uh -huh. and he said you should you should thank Lauren because you know I I one time didn't and he I could tell I don't know maybe it bothered oh him I don't God. know he didn't know you know but he was just like maybe you want to you know and I just was walking down the hall and you sometimes see him coming yeah. and every part of me is like, go the other way, just turn, turn on yeah. your heels, go run, move. But I was like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to take Bill's advice. I'm going to go thank him, you know, and, uh, and 
and by the way, Bill was incredibly sweet. I mean, yeah, he didn't have to. Guy, people yeah. don't usually give advice yeah, there. And it was yeah. really nice of him to. So, uh, so I, I know it was coming from a nice place, but I, I went over to uh, Lauren and it was without any, like, you know, warming into a conversation. I was like, hi, Lauren. I just want to say a thank you so much for letting me do this movie. I am really excited to go do this. And you're just very nice. And also, I do, is that, do, you, do, you, do you have a lot of shirts like that? I like that one. It's very nice on your body. Okay. And he just kind of looked at me and he went, okay. Like, just okay. <laughs> and I was like, this guy hates me. And he never, I, like I said, I never had that one-on-one where I sit down in his yeah. office and he it's gets to good. know me as me. So uh, it's just, I could never, I, I always misfired every time I talked to the guy. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Michaela Watkins, episode 642. And that's available for free on all podcast apps and platforms. You can get every WTF episode ad-free with a WTF Plus subscription. Click on the link in the episode description or go to WTFpod.com and click on WTF Plus. Tonight, I'm in Dallas, Texas at the Majestic Theater. Tomorrow, Friday, I'm in San Antonio at the Tobin Center for the Performing Arts for two shows. And on Saturday, I'm in Houston at the Cullen Theater at Wortham Center. Then I'm in Long Beach, California at the Carpenter Performing Arts Center on Saturday, November 12th. Eugene, Oregon at the Holt Center for the Performing Arts on Friday, November 18th, and Bend, Oregon at the Tower Theater on Saturday, November 19th. In December, I'm in Asheville, North Carolina at the Orange Peel for two shows on Friday, December 2nd, and then Nashville, Tennessee. I'm at the James K. Polk Center on Saturday, December 3rd, and my HBO special taping is at Town Hall in New York City on Thursday, December 8th. Go to WTFPod.com tour for all dates and ticket info. Okay, now here's some guitar that I did at some point. Thank mm-hmm. you.